and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I am on a soul mission. I'm a maniac on a mission to uncover what's blocking you from feeling worthy, from feeling confident, from feeling alive, from feeling yourself. I've had many experiences in my life that have disconnected me from who I really am, where I felt like I was walking on eggshells with the people around me, or I was suppressing my own needs and desires in order to make other people feel comfortable. Um, And also I would stop myself from going all out on things that I actually cared about because I was scared. I was afraid. I would sabotage things. And the biggest way I would sabotage things out of fear was through procrastination. Okay. So this episode is about taking messy action, what that means and how you can implement that into your life. We're also going to be talking about fear and intuition and how to tell the difference to guide yourself, to lead yourself. So self-leadership is really important. And, you know, uh, probably four or five years ago, I would not resonate with the word leadership because I thought of leaders as being the big people, like the presidents, the principals, the people that have a lot of authority, right? But there can be people with authority that no one would follow, that the people are following just because they have to. But then there's certain leaders that don't have authority, but we would follow them through the forest through fire because we trust them, you know? So if leadership requires trust, then that means to lead ourself and to be a leader for ourselves in our own life means we have to learn to trust ourself. Um, And so one of the biggest things is starting to identify the inner critic. And I call it the wise woman. You know, we all have a inner wise woman and we all have a inner critic. And the inner critic is just afraid, worried, trying to keep us safe. But the inner critic can be a total biatch, right? It can be super critical. So say you have an idea. For example, um, one of my best friends messaged me and said, hey, I think I'm going to start an Etsy store. I have this idea to sell these crafts that I've been making. She's like, but I'm kind of nervous. I'm, I'm kind of overwhelmed by it and kind of feeling like it's a really big commitment. you know. So she was kind of feeling freaked out, but also excited. And so I asked her, does it feel more exciting than scary, right? Because we have two hands because we can hold two things at the same time. We can hold fear and excitement together. And she said it feels more exciting than scary. And so that's when you know it's your intuition guiding you towards something. But say you have this feeling where it's like, bomb, bomb, bomb someone pounding on the door saying, you got to make a decision right now. We got to go. We got to figure this out. We need to decide now. Go. You're out of time. Time's up, bitch. Like when we have an inner critic that is feeling rushed and panicked and overwhelmed and like, like there's no time left. That is fear. That is fear that is leading us, right? That's not our intuition leading us. That is fear leading us. And so when things like that happen, we got to check in with our physical body. Notice your shoulders. Are they tense? Are they pinched up to your ears? Drop your shoulders. Take a deep breath. Relax your jaw. You have to physically connect to your, relax your physical body in order to then relax your mind. Because when we instruct our body to relax, the mind can start to relax. But when the mind is going crazy and we're stuck in cycles of fear, the body responds to that as if we are not safe and and the body tenses up. And it's really hard to think outside the box. It's really hard to be creative. It's really hard to feel sane when we are filled with anxiety and, and overwhelm. So 
what can we do about this? So obviously, I'm a big fan of meditation. Um, there is a 12-minute meditation, mindfulness meditation here on Joyfully You Podcast. Um, but you can DM me on Instagram. Just DM me the word meditation, and I will send you an intro meditation link. Um, but what can we do? We can fix our body. And by fix, I mean relax. Get in control of what's going on. If we can slow down the breathing, take deep breaths, relax our shoulders, instantly we will start to think differently. The brain chemistry changes. What else can we do? We can get clear on what we actually want versus what we think we should want. What do you actually want to do versus what you th- people around you are telling you you should do? So using the example of my friend, I had the idea about an Etsy store. Maybe you have the, an idea for a podcast or an idea for a business or a hobby or something where you want to make money or something you want to start that's new. Whenever we have something new that we want to start and our intuition is guiding us, it just feels really exciting. And the way that you can determine, um, you know, if all of a sudden you feel like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this, you can check in with your body, close your eyes and imagine yourself doing it. And if when you imagine doing it, it feels expansive. It feels like something's opening up. It feels like you're getting bigger and stretching, the energy stretching. Then you know it's intuitive and you get to move forward. But if you close your eyes and imagine doing it and it feels restricting and contracting and it feels like you're getting smaller, then you might be making a decision out of fear that you need to figure something out. So that's where you can kind of check in of like, is this my intuition telling me to not do it? Or is this fear telling me not to do it? That's how I check in. And you know, the thing is when there's a project or something that is really important for the evolution of our soul, there will be resistance. And this is a concept from the war of art. It's one of my favorite books. It's by Stephen Pressfield. It's incredible. And he talks about It's like the war against resistance, that anytime you have an idea to do something, anytime that you feel this project that is like entrepreneurial or artistic or around writing, um, there's going to be resistance. And that is the inner critic that's coming in saying, you're not good enough. This is going to be too hard. Why even try? There's already a saturated market or other people are doing similar things. Why would yours stand out over theirs? You know, you're not even that cool, right? All these inner critic voices and, and critiques start flooding into our mind. And so we get to stop and calm that. We get to relax the body, calm the critic inside, and bring in the wise woman. The wise woman is like, there's enough for everybody. It's the abundance mindset. There's enough time. There's enough money. There is enough space that you are enough. And the time thing's really important. We got to really, like, that is what will change everything, is if you can sink into the fact, the fact that there is enough time for everything that's meant to be done. If you are wasting time where you literally are avoiding and sitting and doing anything you can, you're like, I'm going to go organize the junk drawer in the kitchen instead of sitting down to do that project that feels like a sole assignment. You know, that is the, the, the fear. The fear is taking over. And so what is the remedy for that? I'm going to give you a remedy. The remedy is messy action. If it's something you really care about, then you will avoid doing it out of fear of doing it wrong or not doing it well enough, 
right? That's a very scarcity mindset is I don't even want to do it because I don't think I'm going to do it as perfect as I want to do it. But here's the thing. As we take action and lean into the fear, the thing that we're wanting to do, the like the confidence comes from leaning into the fear and taking action anyways. If you're waiting to feel confident until you start, you'll be waiting forever. So messy action is the concept that when you start something, you have to give yourself permission to do it messy and accept that it's going to feel messy to you. But here's the thing. It's not going to look messy to other people. It's only going to look messy to your perfectionistic, self-critical mind and brain that wants it to be perfect. But if you find yourself comparing, you know, your day one to someone's day 10,000, that's not fair. Or someone's day 500, maybe for using that same example of an Etsy store, if you start looking at other people's Etsy store and they've been doing it for five years, it's not fair to compare your first week to their fifth year. You see what I'm saying? And so if you're willing to take messy action and embrace that done is better than perfect, the confidence will start to rise. The knowledge you need will start to present itself. The experience you need will start to come because you are taking steps forward. And so how do we overcome overwhelm. Because if you're a visionary person, you will see the big picture of what it is that you want. And oftentimes we want it now. You know, if you live in a Western culture, I'm from the United States, no matter where you're listening, if you live in a Western culture, I feel like everywhere actually, but specifically the United States is a instant gratification culture. It's, I want this and I want it now right? Have you guys seen uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? And the daughter's like, daddy, I want a golden egg and I want it now. Like that is oftentimes the United States culture. And so if you've never left the United States and traveled, then you don't always have a different culture to compare and contrast it to. So it just feels like this is just what it is. But there's a lot of other places around the world that doesn't that do not have the luxury of instant gratification. Internet gives that to us, right? We want to know something, all we have to do is google it, boom, we have the information. But when we are starting projects from the soul, when we are going after things that we want that we've never done before, when we are starting something new, we need to start to break the pattern of instant gratification. You are not going to create something in five minutes that has taken other people five years to create. There's a level of humbling ourselves and being able to embrace like humility of being a newbie and also breaking it down into steps so we can still feel satisfaction. If you say, you know, my end goal is something that's going to take one year you're going to burn out and you're not going to follow through with doing it because it's not realistic and the reward is way too far away. So we got to break it down into steps. What would be the first step? And then allowing yourself to kind of give yourself that pat on the back, like, whew, I'm proud of myself. Okay. And starting to space it out. One of the things that really helps me from getting overwhelmed and wanting the big picture right away is asking myself, what step am I in? And honoring the journey of where I'm at, be like, okay, what this, what step am I in right now, and what's the next step? 
So for example, this podcast, a dream of mine is to reach 1 million people with this podcast and to have 1 million downloads. That's my big dream. Okay. So if I notice, okay, well, what step am I in right now? I can look at how many downloads I have right now and I can, you know, start to see, okay, how many people have listened to it? You know, how many people that is and what step am I in right now? Right now I'm in a step of creating and showing up and speaking my truth and listening to you, right? Because it's like a, it's a feedback loop. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to create, I'm going to publish, but then I'm going to listen to you some more. Say in a different way I can listen to you is by noticing what you're listening to. If all of a sudden this one episode gets a bunch of listens and another episode doesn't, then I get to listen to that and respond. But if I give up recording podcasts because I'm pissed, it's not at a million downloads already. I'm sabotaging myself. And what it's saying to the universe is it's not worth doing because it's not enough. And anytime we're feeling that something is not enough, it's a reflection of us internally not feeling enough. And so you got to come to terms with you're talented you are capable and you got to be willing to be new at something and manage and juggle the discomfort of it and break it down into small steps. Simply by giving yourself permission to take action, you start to build confidence. Because if you, I'm sorry, if you give yourself permission to take messy action, it removes the desire to be perfect and it starts to let the inner critic chill the fuck out a little bit. Okay. So take messy action. Allow it and check in. What is that first step for me in order to move forward with this thing that I like? Maybe it's selecting a name. Maybe it's, I don't know. Like I'm thinking of my friend with her Etsy store. She's like, I got to come up with a name, you know, but are you willing to do it messy? It's not going to look messy to anyone else, but that's the key to starting. Cause once you start it, the more and more you do it, whatever it is, the more confident you feel about it, the more you're able to grow in it, the more you're able to feel the fulfillment of that soul desire, but resistance is normal. So do not give up just because you have this feeling that doesn't feel good. <laughs> you know, if you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, sometimes it doesn't feel good. It feels scary, but check in if it feels exciting. Sometimes we get nervous because we're excited and the chemicals in the brain doesn't know how to differentiate being nervous versus being excited. It's our own consciousness that decides that. So what I mean is the chemical in the body when you're nervous and the chemical in the body when you're excited is exactly the same. The way that we label it being positive or negative is up to us. So we get to tune in. We get to listen to that and Just affirm to yourself, I'm safe, I'm worthy, I'm capable, and I'm willing to look dumb. I know that sounds sounds intense a little bit, but that's what has helped me. It's like if who are you willing to be embarrassed in order to fulfill something that is calling to you? Are you willing to look silly? Are you willing to put yourself out there? Are you willing to be judged? Because no one is ever going to judge you as intensely as you judge yourself in the beginning. And anyone that judges you has never been where you're going. The only people that judge us are the people that 
aren't putting themselves out there. Because anyone that's putting themselves out there is never gonna judge you because they know what it feels like to be a newbie and to start messy. They know what it feels like to, to put themselves out there. And so just remember, anyone that possibly hates or is judgmental is a confused admirer because hey, they're watching and seeing what you're doing. And they also are not taking action on things in their own life. And that's why they're more willing to be critical towards you because they're extremely critical towards themselves. Take nothing personal. If you have something that you wanna do, and if you have this idea that's burning inside of you, take messy action. Resistance is normal, okay? I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I have an I have a intention-setting prompt that helps me shape my morning and shape my day, and if you send me a DM on Instagram with the word intentions, I will send you back that journal prompt, okay? Because journaling first thing in the morning or in the evening before you go to bed starts to reprogram our conscious and subconscious mind so we can start to feel more in touch with who we really are okay and who we really are is worthy capable enough loved abundant alive powerful strong that's who you really are any other thoughts that are contradicting to that is just an inner critic voice and so if you want to connect with that self-love voice with the inner wise woman inside the inner inner wise person send me a dm with the word intentions, and I will send you that free prompt right there in the messenger. So thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you next time.